2: Oh, that welcome
3: back appreciate you guys tuning in to the donna and steve experience on my talk 107.1 everything entertainment it's donna valentine and steve patterson we got so, mike with us
1: now the producer mike is here should we maybe ask him the question as we get to know each other today the question of the day people are going nuts okay. over this if you had to be submerged or in a bathtub filled with some sort of pasta. Okay. What pasta would you choose to have your body essentially enveloped in?
2: Ooh, wow. A nice uh probably like a bow tie. I don't
3: oh, know. Oh bow tie's good. Bow tie huh. pasta.
2: It it doesn't feel like as swarmy as like some long noodle would be. Like I feel like I'd be drowning or dying if there was noodles all around me. I have yeah, angel like hair is
3: what you. I chose. Okay. Yeah, that's aggressive. That
2: is very aggressive.
1: Wow. I asked Lou this and she said well, weird question. Are we eating it? Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Does that change your answer, first of yeah, all? Yeah, right? She went with uh, some sort of a penne.
3: Mm. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, that's good, too.
1: Suggesting that my angel hair would stick together too much. Agreed.
3: You mean you got to put a little oil in the hot tub? Are we in a hot tub?
1: No, we're in a bathtub.
3: Oh, I thought we were in a hot tub. No,
1: standard B-T.
3: Oh, that changes everything. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine Yeehaw! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat, beat, beat. All right, we got to start with the Celine Dion news that was announced this morning that she has been diagnosed with a rare condition. She says it's like 1 in a million people are diagnosed with what is called Stiff person syndrome, and it will be um, causing her to postpone or even cancel her shows. She can't sing like she sang before, or or the way she's used to singing. Um, she has spasms that come on. Um, you do you have we the video
1: anywhere that we, we can? We do. Listen to? It's I'm...
3: very. She's is very it really long? Long pauses, okay. but we could listen to a little it's, bit. It's, it's very uh, powerful. It,
2: yeah, in this link. Here we go. I've got it actually pulled up here.
4: Hello, everyone. I'm sorry it's taken me so long to reach out to you. I miss you all so much. And I can't wait to be on stage talking to you in person. As you know, I've always been an open book. And I wasn't ready to say anything before. But I'm ready now. Mm. I've been dealing with problems with my health for a long time. And it's been really difficult for me to face these challenges and to talk about everything that I've been going through. recently have been diagnosed with a very rare neurological disorder called the Stiff Person Syndrome, which affects something like one in a million people. While we're still learning about this rare condition, we now know This is what's been causing all of the spasms that I've been having. Unfortunately, these spasms affect every aspect of my daily life, sometimes causing difficulties when I walk and not allowing me to use My vocal cords to sing the way I'm used to.
3: So, you get the gist. It's just very long pauses, and you can understand because she is clearly upset.
1: Let me ask you this. You mentioned that this sort of um, ended some speculation about what was going on. Had you heard things before, or were, were there things floating around of people seeing... Celine experiencing some sort of a spasm and wondering what was happening?
3: No, but she has spoken about the spasms before and has okay. had to postpone shows because of it. Mm. But then, you know, you see her out in the public, a shot taken by the paparazzi, and she looks incredibly thin, mm. you know, almost skeletal, where people, uh, you know, would just, the headlines would just be not very nice and very speculative. Like, sure. What is she dealing with? Well, clearly she was dealing with something. She had to cancel shows before. I don't think she ever made that announcement that she had a diagnosis of something in particular. But, um, yeah, it just, I, I was reading a little bit about this, and it's just, it, it can be a progressive condition. Um, the muscle spasms, the stiffness, it gets to the point where you can't move your arms. Um Yeah, so clearly she's not doing great. Hmm,
1: Yeah.
3: It is an autoimmune and neurological disorder.
1: Well, hopefully she'll be able to uh, perform again like she's planning on pushing those tour dates back from 23 to 24.
3: Right. And we're talking about Celine Dion, by the way, in case you just joined us.
1: Yeah. So hoping for a good uh, and full recovery for her. Meanwhile... Other singer, country singer Leanne Rimes has rescheduled shows due to a vocal cord bleed. Oh, she had to do this. Uh, she had the flu, and she had a violent cough that apparently caused the damage. So her holiday tour is going to resume on December sixteenth. And Leanne Rimes said of it, "I'm getting better, but I'm unable to talk or sing. Doctor's orders." She did a. Uh, she had a handwritten letter that she took a picture of and then put out on instagram
3: oh that was smart yeah, okay yeah it. ouch boy you know this is like the third time i've heard about somebody having you know a, such a severe cough that they injured themselves
1: mm.
3: you know like yeah. their ribs or you know pulled the muscle you like you're gonna
1: like pop a blood vessel in yeah. your eye or something like that so true Uh, I am your source because I spent 20 years on a local country radio station doing mornings. Amazing. And so I will tell you this about Blake Shelton, who's a country singer. He is never getting out of music. If you ask him, he will never leave music. He just says that you may as well poison me or something. It's not something I can go without, I can't help it. He also mentions that it was 10 years into his career as a country artist, and as he says, he had never really made it to A-level, like A-list level. It's
3: true, until The Voice, probably. Until The Voice. Did he say that?
1: He did. Yeah, he okay. said, until I became a coach For on The sure. Voice, which saying that out loud like that, it's crazy that they even hired me to begin with. I thought so, too. <laughs> but you know what? He certainly had the uh, personality.
3: That's why. And it's
1: not about getting the four best vocal coaches out there. That's not a way to cast a television show. Some, a lot of Jouliard. it has
3: to do with charm, you know. Yes. Charm, humor, lightness. Okay, Steve. He's pointing to himself right I now. Was
1: in, I was I was pointing behind me, but <laughs> I guess a charming if you're, door. but that's a very charming door. But if you're saying Donna that I didn't get to where I am based on experience and skill, but instead just pure charm and a razor sharp wit and a, an approachability that there is frankly true, some we
3: truth haven't seen
1: in a long time. Then that's your. Those are your words, Donna okay you know what i mean
3: congratulations to making it so far
1: (laughs) mid-morning radio i did it
3: you're a dirt bag like the rest of us uh
1: by the way he also mentioned that he and gwen stefani who really got into gardening are during the pandemic are still gardening like mad people
3: i wish i could
1: they say we go way over the top it's embarrassing how much we spend on seeds wow (laughs) besides music gardening has been our biggest bonding activity uh did I just find someone to do tree talk with? Balake Shelton?
3: He probably would. You two would hit it off great.
1: When you, we you, come back. You would. There is a list of the best celebrity tippers. BuzzFeed compiled some past servers, waiters, waitresses who've waited on some big names. Did they do well? Did they not? We'll get into it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk.
3: Hey, good morning. Hey. Welcome back. Midian. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk When I Was Seven One, Everything Entertainment. Everything <sighs> Evertainment. Everything everything, yeah, everything everything.
1: Everything Everything Evertainment. Love it. Where fun is talk. Mm-hmm. BuzzFeed is a website there on the internet which you can access at the library. Hmm. They put together a list of good and bad tippers. In the world of celebrities. So these are servers who've worked at some restaurants where celebs happen to frequent. And some stories. How about this one? Jack Black was a regular of mine, says one. And he overheard me asking my manager for an extra shift because I was $50 short on rent. He tipped me $100 on that $20 tab. Aww. And after that, he never left less than 50
3: Oh, that's so nice.
1: It's a really nice story. Uh, Someone said, when I was 14 and very, very poor and down, I was working at a small Vietnamese restaurant in Orange County. Keanu Reeves and his then-girlfriend Jennifer Syme came in, and after I served them, they left me an envelope full of cash, mostly hundreds. They left me an envelope a week for almost five months with random people dropping them off. Each envelope had a little note in it that said inspirational stuff like, we're still rooting for you, and we're really proud of you. Keep pushing. They stopped uh, They stopped weekly in April of that year. I found out Jennifer died in a car accident. Keanu still sent envelopes for a while, but never a note after that. But still, oh my what, a, what a story there, huh?
3: That guy, I tell you.
1: Yeah, Kiki, mm-hmm. do you love me? The absolute best celebrity I ever waited on was Howard Stern. I was new to cocktail waitressing, and I spilled champagne all over his now wife, Beth Ostrowski. He still tipped me, cash in hand, when they moved from the cocktail bar to their dining table. Very kind.
3: Good to know.
1: Slightly different than the James Corden experience we right. recently heard about. You know, and you know, They didn't spill champagne on James Corden's wife. I had a friend who waited on Jennifer Lopez right after she got super famous. She and her entourage ran my friend ragged, insulted him, held up the table for more than three hours, and completely stiffed him on the tip. And that's on top of throwing a massive fit that they didn't have her favorite bottled water, making the manager run to a store to get it for her. He was a great server, and she was a nightmare. Wow. That according to BuzzFeed.
3: That's a bummer to hear.
1: Back in the day, I waited on Victoria Beckham. She was not so friendly and an average tipper. Now, that's what I feel like would be you.
3: (laughs) That's funny. You know? Well, if I had a lot of money, I would be more generous, but I never leave less than 20%.
1: If for no other reason, the math is easier, my friends. Correct. You know?
3: Well, no, if you're going to leave 25, you just divide it by four. Right. If it's 100 bucks, you go, okay. it's twenty five dollar tip. There's twenty five percent. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) I was at a place the other day. I don't know how I feel about these things when I just order something and then it asks me to tip the person that just put in the order, you know, but I like to tip in general. So I always hit tip. I never like decline the tip option. But this one went eight or no, I'm sorry. It went 20. 22 24 26 it didn't even start at like 15 or 16 i was like wow
3: there was no 18 no that used to be the standard now i feel like 20 is the standard you know what i hate you know what i you know hate what I, you ever wonder oh like when you go to PetSmart and you're going through all the prompts and it's like would you like to save a pet's life today yes no come yeah. on!
1: i've done no before
3: I do know every time. I make donations elsewhere. Why do, who's to say I have to donate to whatever this thing is?
1: And why do we feel like whoever that employee is working the register at that time... Oh,
3: yeah. It's giving you the stink eye.
1: ...is, is like the, will define my dignity and worth.
3: This episode is
0: brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe...
1: Right. Do you want to round up and give to Children of Dimes or Dime, you know, whatever? March of Dimes. March of Dimes. Children of Dimes. (laughs) I can't with you. Well, no, that's why I didn't give to it, because I knew it was a fake organization. (laughs) I was like, I don't think this is (laughs) correct. Uh, We're reading a list of BuzzFeed mentioning the best celebrity tippers. Tracy Morgan used to come into where I worked, one person said. He was just like his characters on TV, boisterous and funny, making a scene. He would leave like a 50% tip. Such a nice guy. Aw. I waited on Brett Michaels of Poison. I didn't know who he was until after, but he was super nice and he tipped really well. Huh. Isn't his hair attached to his bandana? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Same thing with Hulk Hogan. Oh, for sure. It's fine. At... It's fine. It. I want to say <sighs> thank you. It- if he
3: has, like, the shower curtain, you know, like, just all hair from the bottom portion all the way around, keep it long.
1: That's what he's had for, yeah, a long time. Yeah. I was thinking of cool people who look good bald and what they would look like if they grew their hair out.
3: <laughs> look at Mike. Like,
1: hey, Thank Mike. You. Hey, how's it going? Like, it, Mike, if you grew, just didn't shave... Would the hair only grow around the sides?
2: Uh, and it would grow fine. It's just right here. See where that big shiny shiny part is yeah. right there? That's it very top. Doesn't, it's very, very thin
1: right there in the top. Oh, front. that's what
3: that spray stuff is for. Yeah, it's all
1: right. I have Could you just, doll okay. that before you come in? Because it is kind of shiny now oh, that I, I see I will, it. I'll get some, like, I have some uh,
3: powder. I'll yeah, bring I'll
1: it in. <laughs> Some matte powder. But, like, for instance, <laughs> Ben Lieber won't mind me talking about him. He, the co-host of Twin Cities Live, Ask 10 people and they will tell you how good looking they think Ben is, okay? Mm -hmm. But if he didn't have access to any clippers for three months, I would like to see how thick the hair around the sides got. I don't know if he grows any on the top at all, Mm. but if not, wouldn't that be exciting to see him looking like a, a college professor in the 80s? Hey, Ben, if you're listening, could you please grow your hair out for the next 90 days just for... Our amusement so that we don't all feel like you're that much hotter than us. Thanks, man. I'll hang up and listen (laughs) right back.
3: We could call him right now if you wanted to.
1: Oh, does somebody have Ben Lieber on speed dial?
3: Not speed dial, but we used to work together. Donna! What?
1: Finally, somebody on BuzzFeed says, I work at a place in Charleston, and since Righteous Gemstones films in the area, Danny McBride developed a good rapport with the owner, and they've had many kickoff parties before filming and wrap parties when done here. He's even come by randomly with friends and family. He's really nice to everyone here and a good tipper. Danny McBride.
3: Good to know. Thank you. Thank you. Wasn't real surprised about J-Lo, I'm not going to lie. No, right, You want to play a game or what?
1: 651. that's the number to call We'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge Bet on me or Donna The winner gets a bank safe That is not true Alright, a t-shirt, bye
3: Alright Woo, happy Thursday everybody Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show On my talk, 1071 Everything entertainment Straight up 1030 We do it Uh. every day I've been kicking butt. It's time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like Quiz Ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter.
4: Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host.
2: Producer Mike. <laughs> <laughs> your
1: smart joke.
2: And we are going to find out how smart these two are. And playing with us today is Christine.
3: Hi, Christine. <laughs> how are you today? I love that opening. Uh, it's yeah. so dumb.
1: We don't have a permanent one yet, you know, so, and producer Mike has had to learn how long he needs to stretch his name out because of DJ Rock Lobster. That's a lot of syllables, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we're working well, into it. Christine, I enjoy it.
0: It brings a smile to
1: my face. So. Uh, we love that. You're bringing a smile to our face right now. Donna wants to know what you're up to after the game. After you play the game, what's next in your day?
0: You know, I was going to lead with that, Steve. Thank I am you. home just doing stuff that needs to get done around the house today.
3: Oh, doesn't that so, feel good? You know, yeah. got to
0: get some Christmas
3: cards maybe out. Mm. No, mm. Are we still that's, doing
1: that? Yeah. we get, we're, I got we're getting, one card got so
3: far this year. One. Well, Donna, I'll get your name on the list. All right.
1: Woo. That's, that's probably Woo. because after the assassination, assassination attempt on your life, many people thought you had passed. Are you talking to me
3: or Christine?
1: Uh, I'm talking to Donna. I don't know Christine that well. I don't want to burn any bridges with her. No, Seabone, you're doing great today. Uh, Where are you calling us from, by the way? Savage. Oh, oh the so, ball. Ball. so fancy down there. Okay, well, wonderful. All we right, hey, you're no Pryor
3: Lake, I'll just tell you that. Oh, what? Oh, hey, well, oh, oh, they're they're coming limited. from the West Bloomington person.
1: <laughs> they have been living in, in Pryor like, Lake shadow for so long, just like Chaska's been living in the shadow of Chan. Yeah, we need to be uh, have our voices heard. All right, the topic today is what?
2: Mike? <laughs> uh, the
1: topic today
2: it is uh, pretend to be a time traveler day. So we're doing time travel movies, mm. movies that involve time travel. Mm, not my jam. Christine, who you want to go with after hearing that?
0: I'm going to go with the the person who has the complex of the city like me, Steve.
2: All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Come bye. to me,
1: Christine. Sounds Alrighty, good. See ya. Donna's going to take her headphones off. Don't be hard to track down, Donna. All right, she's gone, and I'm ready, Mike. She's gone, Christine.
2: We got you on hold. Here we go. These are uh, three trivia questions about movies that involve time travel. We'll start things off with this one. Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves star as two rock and roll teens who make the ultimate presentation uh, thanks to some help of history's most
1: influential names. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
2: In Back to the Future, Doc Emmett Brown turns what make of car into a time machine? Oh,
1: my gosh, a DeLorean.
2: And what song greets Phil Connors every morning in the 1993 comedy Groundhog Day?
1: I got you, babe, Sonny and Cher. Listen, Christine, <laughs> you may as well do some extra chores around the house. Add items to your to-do list, girlfriend, because I'm three for three. I feel good about that. Kill yep. the music. Bring her back. Who okay, cares? sounds
2: good. We're bringing home back.
1: Christine, you feel good about those three, right? You feel good about the them, first right, Christine?
0: One. I knew what the first one was, but I couldn't think of the title.
1: Okay, yeah, but I feel like we're in a really strong position. I don't think Donna is going to go three for three. Let's bring her back in here. Donna Valentine. Hey, what's um, up? Hey, Donna. We think that we went three for three. Shoot. And I don't think you're going to go three for three. I think you're going to go two for three. Okay. And I think you're not going to get the third one.
3: Okay.
2: All right. Let's find out. Here we go again. This is our, these are our movies involving time travel. We'll start things off with this one. Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves star as two rock and roll teens who make the ultimate history presentation, thanks to some help from history's most influential names.
3: That is uh, Ted, and what's his face is Excellent Adventures. <laughs> Ted, and I'll get to it. Ted head and what's-his-face.
2: We'll go to the next one. In Back to the Future, Doc Emmett Brown turns what make of car into a time machine?
3: A DeLorean.
2: What song greets Phil Connors every single morning in the 1993 comedy Groundhog Day?
3: Uh, that is I Got You, Babe. And the hmm. first one is uh, Ed and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> you said Keanu Reeves, didn't you? I did. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh! Is that uh, right? Yes. Oh, you guys were laughing like I was off, not on the right side. No, at we all. were
1: laughing because you said Ed and Ted's <laughs> was, excellent adventure. You yeah, know,
3: I have to talk it out, Steve. It's That's like why you we were laughing.
1: And then you started with Ted, and so that, that threw your brain when you started with Ted. Mm hmm. Wow, but you came in clutch. there, Ed and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It. Alrighty, let's review
2: these. I think everyone knows uh, the second one, everyone's pretty confident, it is DeLorean. That's what uh, became a time machine in Back to the Future. What song greets Phil Connors? This is the one Steve did not think Donna was going to get, but she nailed it. I Got You, Babe got by Sonny and Cherry. Yeah. You yeah. both got that one right. And at the buzzer, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure slides in there. We've got a tie. We
3: do? We do. Woo!
2: Congratulations. You just realized?
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just, Sweet. I didn't, I do not know, I not know.
2: So we've got a tie, which right. means we are okay. going to the tiebreaker. This is the side, and by the way, this is, this is a lot online here. We're going for that My Talk t-shirt here for Christine, so. Oh. It, uh, it, does Christine get to participate in this portion? She can, sure. She can yell out her name. Christine, right. you still there? I am still Hell here. Low. All right, if you know, so I'm going to play a song, and mm-hmm. as soon as you hear that song start, you let me know who sings the song. Not the name of it, let me know who sings it, Okay.
3: Okay. I think there's
2: some people already yelling out their guests, but here uh. we go. Donna? Steve. Donna.
3: Uh, stuck with you the- by Huey Lewis in the News.
2: Uh, I asked for the band. You did give me that, even though it's the power of Human love. Lewis. But congratulations, oh, okay. you got it right. <laughs> no. I asked for the band. You nailed I had to talk news. it out, yeah. Mike. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. All right. yeah. It's all good. Feels like all right. a foul. All right. Unfortunately, with that, though, Christine falls. Sorry, Christine. Christine it feels like.
3: Donna's on a roll. She is. Crazy. Thanks, Christine. I'm so sorry about your shirt. You know what? I have a few. Okay. So I'm good. Okay. We're just Don glad you got see. to play. Love you guys. We, we love, love you, Christine. Get your stuff done today so you can enjoy your weekend.
2: Donna's been doing well since I've been hosting, and she hands me these lists of questions each day. And I, like, <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> it, that, that felt like a little bit of a sloppy way to win. I'm sure we'll get an email or two about it.
3: But I said the right
1: I know. I people ask. have already emailed, and they said that you stalling with, instead of other people who just chimed in, and then stalling with the wrong name of the song... Than to get it, yeah, listen, but these all are what I the have to do is, is, right. say, that that
3: is uh, say my name. Say my name, say my
1: name. Who sings <laughs> that? That is
3: uh, but Beyonce, say my name, right? I'm Destiny, I'm Destiny show. Show. Destiny's okay, show. show, okay, yeah, all right, I'll take credit for that. Thanks.
1: <laughs> um, I have a tip do you want it to be official? I want it to be the most official tip we've issued this year.
3: Time for a tip, everybody on the show getting tipsy, everybody.
1: There's a uh, company called the U.S. Captioning that does the subtitles for live events on television. They also do an annual list of the most mispronounced words of the year. So they pulled a bunch of newscasters and announcers to find out which words they had trouble with. Here are a few words you may have mispronounced in 2022. I'll tell you how you pronounce them correctly. This word, try this one, Donna. It is spelled C H I C X U L U B. C H I C X U L U B. Give it a shot.
3: Um,
1: well, hold on. Oh,
3: uh, wow well, uh, I'm going to say uh Chick chikalub.
1: You weren't too far off. It was Chickchaloob. Chicxulub, a crater in the Gulf of Mexico caused by the asteroid that scientists say likely caused the extinction of the dinosaurs.
2: Chicxulub. Fun fact, you should yeah. go ahead and Google that. Because when you do, a gigantic asteroid comes down your Google screen and lands at the bottom.
1: Really? Fun, fun, yes. That's fun that somebody at Google was like, hey, I got, like, what if I, I added this? What do you guys think? Should we keep it? How about um, Dom, actually, let me pr- go with the pronunciation guide here. Donal Gleeson.
3: What are you talking about?
1: Donal Donal Gleeson. It's an Irish actor who called out Stephen Colbert for mispronouncing his first name. It's spelled D O M H N A L L.
3: Okay.
1: Spounced, uh, pronounced rather Donal or Donal.
3: Okay, Don Hall.
1: Dom. Oh, Hanal. excuse me, Dom Hanal. Yeah, that that we gotta cancel that name. Um, how about E-D-I-N-B-U-R-G-H?
3: I always have a hard time with this because I, I feel like it's, it's like Edinburgh or Edinburgh, Edinburgh.
1: So the pronunciation would be Edinburgh, B-R-U-H. Give it that sound at the end. Edinburgh. Edinburgh hey, bro. Which kind of sounds like a burrow, like they're fast saying burrow. Edinburgh.
3: Okay.
1: American news anchors were criticized for mispronouncing it during coverage of the Queen's Memorial. (laughs) Okay. Mm.
3: I just came across a funny email while I was waiting for your next um, word.
1: All right, I'll give you one more. Novak Djokovic, the Serbian tennis star. Some people have been having trouble pronouncing that. He was in the news various times throughout the year. Uh, Novak Djokovic is how you pronounce that name. Okay. That was one of the most mispronounced words of 2022. No, I to read the email to us that um, you stumbled on.
3: Okay. The message says, pasta bath, dot, Great. dot, dot. Yes. I would do po- <clears throat> Pasta bath, dot, dot, dot. I would do bow tie. Also, my leg hurts. <laughs>
1: Uh, now, that is PM. addressing our two topics of the day, which That's were, right. uh, what kind of pasta would you like to sit in in a <laughs> bathtub if you had to, and what's ailing you? You know, in addition <laughs> to that, I posted on my uh, Facebook page last night, you get to eat one kind of candy for the rest of your life. What is it? Oh. We got a lot of responses. Over 400 people have responded so far. Quite a few Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And let me tell you, I really like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. It's all I used to not love it, and mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it now. I do. But that's not the top of the list. And they say it's always the number one Halloween candy here in Minnesota. Minus Chuckles. I was going to say the correct answer is Sour Patch Watermelons.
3: Nah, who wants that sour taste all
1: the time? That's not a drastic sour, though. It's, that's a subtle sour.
3: Okay. Okay, if you say so. I believe you.
1: Um, yeah, but a ton of Reese's peanut butter cups, people out there.
3: Peanut butter, it's hard to beat.
1: I do like it. I like it on toast.
3: Also, I like it this with about,
1: jelly. I'll do a follow-up on our toaster talk from a couple weeks ago. We have a toaster that has settings one through five or six. All I'll tell you is the highest you can go is two and a half. Beyond two and a half, you'll get some form of black on your toast. Two and a half I found this morning is the perfect golden toasting. So if you guys ever come to my house this is when this would be uh, uh, useful.
3: You're going to feed us
1: toast? No, you can make it yourself, but don't set it higher than two and a half. Okay, thanks.
3: Oh,
0: are we staying the night? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and
1: Yes. No, no, this is not like we had a fun night and wake up and let's have some toast. You will never stay at my house. I will pay for an Uber before I let you sleep in a room in my house, Donna. That's never. I just cannot Such go a there.
3: weird thing that it's, you have.
1: No, the weird it's because you
3: were married so young.
1: No, no, it doesn't have to do with that. I have gotten weird. Oh, I used to love t- sleepovers. you telling overs. me
3: Nick never slept over? He Lies. did. I,
1: no, I know. I used to like it when I was a kid. This doesn't have to do with marrying early. That would get me even more used to like sleepovers with an adult, right? I mean, I've been doing it since I was 21. I just don't want people to be like, oh my gosh, we're having so much fun. Do you guys just want to sleep in our guest room? No. And get your finger out of my face. We're out of here. So weird. I don't care if you have extra slippers. Yeah. I tell leader.
3: everybody when they come over in the evening, I'm like, you know, if you want to stay, you can stay. If you want to leave, you can leave. But i are trying
1: to suck rent out of, of these people. Okay. I would just really, I, I find it offensive if someone asks that. Well, if no, I,
3: who's going to ask? Can I stay over?
1: No, it's offensive if someone, excuse me, asks us if we want to stay the night. I'm not getting involved in whatever weird social norms you lack. This is really super weird. I think I'm. Less weird. Uh, do you? On this topic, I do. I think as adults,
3: because I'm a single person and I don't possibly. care, and I don't have a house full of kids that I'm responsible for in the morning.
1: It's just the. I'm just like, or get up time. before
3: I get up. Go. Go before. Woo! Don't forget about My Talk 107.1's 15th annual Santa Project to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities. You could bring a toy or a gift to Southern Lights in Burnsville during our show. Is that next Friday already? Yeah, next Friday, yeah. December 16th. You could do it any t- anytime during our promotion. So we don't necessarily have to be there, but we would love to see you because Alexis is coming out. Uh, oh, Mrs. Claus is going to be out from 10 what? to noon. Yum yes. Oh, that's
1: very fun.
3: You could get the, uh, the whole broadcast schedule by using keyword Santa at mytalk1071.com. While I'm at it, I might as well just mention that um, the Shop Girls. This Saturday are going to be at Children's Theater Company, so you can do the same thing and go and see them if you prefer oh, to wonderful. do that while you're out running errands.
1: And we had a great turnout yesterday at Twin Cities Closet Company. It was so fun. It was popping. So much generosity. So many lovely people who came by. I mean, yeah, we it put was our flesh mitts together We did yesterday.
3: We sure did, Steve. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you, Donna. All right.
3: Um, what were we going to do Have they told us
1: yet why we they didn't trust us to go to Southern Lights alone? That uh, Alexis. Poor Alexis, who's already having done a morning show that morning, has to go and be our chaperone.
3: Yeah. I think Alexis is, is very good friends time? with Southern Lights. Gang. Oh,
1: she's been partnering with them for probably a decade yeah. now.
3: They're amazing. Ryan, uh, Lisa. Oh, Ryan's like it's such just, a nice... Yeah. They're
1: just such like a really nice team. And great product. Should we buy you any lights while we're there? I think there? so.
3: I think I might. I need installation need too, weight? so I got to figure out, you know, budget here. Because, you know, you know how it is. It's oh, Christmas girl. time.
1: Oh, I tell you what. I'm tired.
3: I'm traveling. Just had uh, a root canal, okay. <laughs> which is killing me. Hey, that's expensive, by the way. Note to self.
1: Take care I know. of your teeth. Oh, well, I didn't have a root canal, but I had a clown. Yes, King. Oh
3: my god, almost all my teeth are crowns.
1: And they're 800 bucks a pop too after insurance. Out of insurance. pocket, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, was yours 800 out of pocket? Excuse us while we talk medical bills. Yes. Yeah, Queen. Yeah. I don't want that root canal. I say this, canals are for Venice. <laughs> don't put them in you my know, mouth. the
3: actual procedure is fine. You know, it didn't hurt or anything. It's just people say it is
1: not fine.
3: It's absolutely fine. I mean, unless you have a really low pain tolerance, oh. the problem for me right now is they're working on your tooth a lot, and you don't feel anything during. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not till after where you're like, ow, what were you doing in there?
1: Drilling a hole in your head.
3: Yeah, and then sticking string into your canals.
1: You know, the other day, I, when I was doing that segment in New York, mid-interview with Someone, or no, no, not, no, we weren't doing the story yet. We were ordering ice cream and a part of my tooth fell out of my mouth mid conversation. Oh, that's fun. And that's from a, a previously deteriorating tooth that I do need a crown on mm-hmm. hashtag gasking. And I had another crown that I had and it shattered too. I have two shattered.
3: Steve, that's not good. That's what mouth. causes trauma to your tooth and results in things like bacteria getting in. And Oh, hey,
1: everybody. It's a pleasure to have Dr. Fauci here suddenly. <laughs> Wonderful. Great. Let me jot this down. Where did you do your schooling again? Oh, hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Hurt people hurt people and my teeth are hurt.
3: Mine too.
1: Oh, Mike, I bet you have perfect teeth, don't yeah, you? Yeah, don't
3: you? Yeah,
2: kind of.
1: Do you really? Yeah.
2: When I was a kid, they told. <laughs> when I was a kid, they told my parents I had five thousand dollars teeth because that's how much it would cost to make their teeth, my teeth like them. It would cost that much. Wow! Mm-hmm. Although I do have a really big gap right there, though. Yeah, that's cute. The that that gaps up. are in though. People yeah, love cute. the gap. Yeah, I people like are getting it.
1: gaps added. Sure. Now. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you don't want perfect to anything. No. Take it from Steve.
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's why I got Brownie, the one tooth in the bat in the bottom row, who's just stepping back, letting the other people pass by. I got to get that friggin' thing fixed.
3: I thought you did. You said you went to the dentist. She just scraped it right off. It went well. No,
1: the the brown thing, the you know popcorn kernel that had been stuck on there for two years, that was off. But still, it's back. I need to move it up. I need oh, to get it up. Brownie came the rest back. Of the... No, 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 Brownie. Oh, not Brownie's back.
3: back in town. <laughs>
1: Brownie's back in town <laughs> No, Brownie's not back, Donna My tooth is still Back From the other teeth yeah, You know what, back.
3: that's fine what? Unless you're going to get braces, who cares, no one's looking at that That tooth looks dead
1: It's not dead, <laughs> Donna it,
3: that, it looks dead, dude
1: No, that, be it no, dead it tooth doesn't. Needs no, a canal it, it resurrected No, and the doctor even told me She said, we're about to find out if this tooth is dead or not Okay. Because, and then she did it, and she said, I got news for you. Brownie's gone. She said this to me mid-cleaning. And I said, what did you say? And she said, Brownie's gone. And sure enough, Brownie is gone.
3: I don't know. It looks like you got gray dude now.
1: No. <laughs> no. That's not gray dude. You have glaucoma. You can't see straight. Please, don't come at me.
3: All right. Anyway, I, well, I had a, a story I was going to share with you, but I guess at this point... <laughs> Brownie's back in town. Brownie I'm sorry, it's back Grayson. Grayson's back in town.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. Where did you get yours? Was it from like a presidential costume place? Because they do have the wooden look. <laughs> <laughs> is Home Depot making teeth now? What are we doing? Why is this a roast suddenly? I don't
3: know. <laughs> you know, I was just watching uh, Sarah... Um, oh, my Silverman? God. Silverman talk yeah. about... Um, she puts little clips... Of her podcast up. And she said the key to a good roast is you have to love, have genuine love for the person you're roasting. Because it's evident. Oh, okay. You have to be able to know that you love them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because then people take it a lot better. If you have, like if a troll says that online, it's like hurtful. But if a friend says it, you get a good laugh out of it.
3: Right. Like, if someone just put on Instagram, Donna's teeth look like George Washington's, <laughs> when to use the wood from the cherry tree, yeah. <laughs> I would probably block them.
1: Yeah, but when I say it, it's like, that's like a, a verbal hug.
3: Right, right. Okay. All right. Hey, let's give I... away a pair of tickets right now.
1: All right, fine. Caller number six. Okay. To 651-641-1071. You win a pair of tickets to what, Donna?
3: Oh, to see the Wild take on the Earlers, the Oilers. This is coming up on Monday, Monday. 7 p.m. Now, make sure you can go to the game if you're going to call, okay? Yeah. Because we really want to make sure that you're going to go, okay? 651-641-1071. What caller number? Six.
0: Six. Good luck. We'll be right back.